Happy Mother's Day. And you know, when we look at the diversity of the people we have in our church, I say, thank God he gave me my heart's desire. This is how the church is going to be. Look there in the presence of the Almighty God. Are you ready to be there? I hope everyone here is, will be ready to be with the Lord. Mother's Day is a special day. And today I want to uh, speak about the mother after God's own heart. Before I do that, I read a story about mama's boy. A mother was concerned about her only son going off to college. She wrote the following letter to the college president. Dear sir, my son has been accepted for admission to your college and soon he will be leaving me. I am writing to ask that you give your personal attention to the selection of his roommate. I want to be sure that his roommate is not the kind of person who uses foul language or tells off-color jokes, smokes, drinks, or chases after girls. I hope you will understand why I'm appealing you to you directly. You see, this is the first time my son will be away from home except for his three years in the Marine Corps. Did you get that one? <laughs> Did you get that one? When I, when I read it, I started laughing at myself. I said, I got to share it. So, three years in the Marine Corps, right. God bless the hearts of all mothers. Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3. I want to read two verses, four, verses 14 and 15. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. Paul writing to Timothy is telling him, You, Timothy, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from who you have learned them and that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. In praising motherhood, Theodore Roosevelt wrote, when all is said, it is the mother and the mother only who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. The successful mother, the mother who does her part in rearing and training aright the boys and girls who are to be the men and women of the next generation is of greater use to the community and occupies, if she only would realize it, a more honorable as well as more important position than any man in it. The mother is the one supreme asset of the national life. She is more important by far than the successful statesman 
or businessman or artist or scientist. Thank God for mothers. The mother after God's own heart, I want to bring three points before you this afternoon now. First, her life is an inspiration for spiritual development. When Paul started writing to Timothy, he said, You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them. This is so simple, but so deep. Timothy's mother bent on teaching him the fundamentals of Christian life since childhood. Spiritual development in a child starts at his or her birth. We know that. Excuse me. It does not need a high level of education on the part of the mother. It does not de- need a degree in theology. does not need a degree in deep knowledge in social skills and child psychology. Not at all. The Bible does not mention the educational background of Eunice, the mother of Timothy, but clearly states three things. She was a believer in the Lord. It's in Acts 16.1. You don't have to turn. She was of sincere faith, and she was also a woman who taught sacred things to her son, which is found in 2 Timothy 3.15. She was a simple housewife. A woman who loved the Lord and taught her son the ABCs of Christianity. Nowadays, they've changed the word housewife to homemaker. Am I right? I've, I've left the business world about seven, eight years ago, and it's homemaker. What is wrong with housewife? And I want to give a salute every housewife this morning, every mother who leaves everything to stay home and raise her children. I know today it's very difficult not to work. It needs two income for the house to live, especially in our area. But ask those women who have reached the highest pinnacle in their lives. They've closed to being CEOs, and some of them are CEOs, those who are working, and ask them, what is your dream in life? Deep inside, she'll tell you, I want to be a mother. I want to be a housewife. And you know one thing, people nowadays, too many times, women are made to feel that they should apologize for being mothers and housewives. Please be proud to be a mother and a housewife. Be proud of that. In reality, such roles are the most noble roles you can ever attain while you're still alive on this earth. A professor at the University of Pennsylvania wrote this when I was on the faculty of the University of Pennsylvania. There were gatherings from time to time to which faculty members brought their spouses. 
inevitably, some woman lawyer or psychologist would confront my wife with the question, and what is it that you do, my dear? My wife is one of the most brilliant, articulate individuals who elected to be a housewife and a mother. Had a great response. And I hope you will have this response when you're asked. I will try to read it and make it plain. I am, her answer, socializing to homo sapiens. She was very articulate. Uh, I repeat, help me. I am socializing to homo sapiens in the dominant values of Judeo-Christian tradition in order that they might be instruments for the transformation of the social order into the teleologically prescribed utopia inherent in the eschaton. When my wife followed that with, and what is it that you do? The other person says, I am just a simple lawyer. <laughs> That's why I asked you to help me to read this. It's very difficult for me. But if you are a housewife and a mother, it's an honor. And we salute you this morning, this afternoon rather, every mother, working mothers and staying home mothers. You are real mothers to bring, called to bring your children in the fear of the Lord. It only needs, after all this, a godly mother. A mother with sincere faith, as we heard, that will inspire her children's development. We are not talking here about physical development that is also needed, but of their spiritual development. That is introducing them to Jesus Christ before anything else. Mothers, I beg of you on this Mother's Day that you introduce your children to the Lord Jesus Christ before anything else. This will affect their lives here on earth and for eternity. I hope this is clear. Not all children are blessed with godly parents. We know that. And the safeguard of a Christian home. But those who are born in a home where Christ is its head are privileged and should grow up to bless God for their spiritual heritage and godly mothers. Young men and young women, if you're born in a Christian home, you should be very thankful when your mom starts getting you ready on Sunday morning to come to church. When she pushes you to come to church, put on your best attire, put on your tie, put on, comb your hair, Shine your shoes and come to church. Don't reject that. Don't say, Mom, 
I want to sleep in and everybody wants to sleep in. Sleep in at some other days. But on church day, listen to your mother because this will buy you life here on earth and life through eternity. The preacher Ian McLaren reported that before his first sermon, his mother handed him her watch. She told him that whenever he looked at it, he should remember that every hour of the day she would be praying for him. Then she added, son, when you preach your first sermon in your first church, say something good for Jesus. I like mothers like that. Later, he testifies that his mother shaped his ministry with that sentence. Bless her beautiful life. The woman, after God's own heart, is a woman who prepares her children for the future. The second thought is her life should be an encouragement to her children's Christian service. What more can we ask from Eunice, the mother of Timothy we read about? She was daily encouraging him. That showed later on in his life. She was developing him. She was nurturing him in the word of God. And when he grew up, what do you think happened? When he was of age, he accepted the Lord Jesus as his Savior. There is no reward to any mother or any parent for the nights, the days, the agony they go through to bring their children and see them young men and young women. There is no better reward than when he says, Mom, I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. No better reward, no higher calling under the sun than this calling. And mothers, I beg of you today, because I love every mother. I remember my mother. She brought me in the fear of the Lord. And here I am before you, loving the Lord and serving him. Please, put all the emphasis you have not on their grooming them, not on how they look, and this is a beautiful girl, not how she, wear, she should wear her dresses, though you should. You must, but there's a priority. Your priority should be God first and everything else is. He grew up of age. He accepted the Lord. And how grateful was his mother Eunice when Paul came by and he said, Eunice, sister Eunice, your son is a great man of God. I want to take him to be in the ministry with me. What did she do? He said, there is no higher calling than serving the Lord. Her only son, take him. And he took her son and his son in the faith to be his companion during all his evangelistic work. Mothers, encourage your children to serve the Lord. Encourage your children to come to church and take anything. If he says, Mom, I want to tell you, I'm going to be working with the youth group. Yes, son, go. 
Yes, son, may the Lord be with you. You want me to take you there? Because you don't drive yet? Take him to church. Take him to his ministries and encourage him to grow serving the Lord Jesus Christ. His mother and his grandmother too, my salute to, all, to every Christian grandmother, did the groundwork for him. He had a foundation. And what is a better foundation than the Lord Jesus Christ? His Christian service was so precious that he became an ambassador at large, responsible for delicate missions. Paul used to send him for delicate missions, if you read in Corinthians, and to restore backsliding churches, as found in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 7. He was also very successful in comforting the Christians at different churches. One of them is the church of Thessalonica. He became later on. And what, what, do you, what are your hopes for your children? What, doctors, lawyers, li listen to this young man. He became the bishop of Ephesus, according to Christian tradition. And he died as a martyr for the Lord Jesus Christ and for his faithfulness in the service of his Savior. His inspiration was the faith of his mother and her dedication to train him from an early age. I beseech you, we are living in very wicked and evil days. I beseech you to start training your children at an early age to love the Lord Jesus Christ, to read the Bible. I, the, other, the other day, I was at Randy and Natalie, and I hope every parents do that, and their daughter is not yet five years old, and they were trying to feed her some rice, five, five months old, sorry, five months old. And they tried to feed her something, and then they took her hands and they prayed. I was stunned. I praise the Lord for that. Teach them when they're born to pray, to sing hymns, to come to church, bring them to Sunday school, and above all, encourage them for Christian service. What shall I say? About Hannah, who remembers Hannah in the Bible, First Samuel, who sent her son Samuel at a very early age, depriving herself. She waited for a long time to have a, a baby boy. She couldn't conceive, but the Lord gave her a baby boy. She waited, but the moment he was one year old, she took him and left him three years old he was. Excuse me. She took him and left him where? In the temple. And left him and said, I want him to grow. I want to give him to the Lord. When he grew up, he was an honor to her. He was the crown of his mother. He grew up to be one of the great men of God. He was called, you know what he was called? The man who had God's ear. He became a prophet, a priest, and a judge, and earned the universal reverence and love of the nation of Israel. God bless his mother, who took the initiative and the courage to leave him at an early age and say, Lord, you take him. 
she left him in the temple. And she fulfilled her vow to place him there in God's eternal care. And did God deny her that? She gave him to God. She found him. Later on, she got more boys and more girls. God said, I will honor those who honor me. give her children to the service of God. Finally, her life should be a witness to God's grace. Her life should be a witness to God's grace. Some men were discussing the various versions of the Bible. After they were finished giving the pros and cons of each Bible, a man who had been silent spoke up and said, the best version of the Bible is the one my mother left. The best version of the Bible is the one my mother left. You know, we do not sometimes notice, but the children are imitators of us. Did you, women, mothers, did you ever catch your daughter trying to slip her uh, little two feet in your shoes and try to walk? Did you notice that? <laughs> I've seen it. They are imitators. And Without you knowing, you're the example. And whatever example you put before them, they will grow to follow. Nothing is more effective and contagious than a mother whose life is a witness to God's redeeming love. She displays a godly attitude, first of all, toward her husband, her children, and the whole world around her. That's why we celebrate today Mother's Day. Her life should speak for her. And whoever comes in touch with her gets a blessing. The Bible says in Proverbs 31 and verse 28, her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also, and he raises her. And that's the mother who is living after God's own heart. It was that Samaritan woman when she was touched by, the, by Jesus Christ himself that she went to the city. What she did, she witnessed to the grace of God in her life. Many Samaritans believed because of her witnessing because she said, this is a man who told me all the things that I have done. May God help you to be a witness. Simply to be that witness for your children, to your children about God's grace in your life. An example to live before them, knowing that when they grow up, they're going to be like mother.
May the Lord bless each and every one. And I will end up with a story I read, and I hope it will affect you like it affected my life. The noted singer Marion Talley, maybe you haven't heard of her, was a woman who witnessed all the time. You ask her, how are you? She gives, she witnessed. She testified about God's work in her life. Marion and her mother were visiting at a mountain resort in Colorado on a Sunday. Marion asked if there were any religious services in the village. She was told all the people would meet outside the church and spend the remainder of the day at a rooster fight. There would be no need to try to have a service until these events were over, and even then only a few people will ever attend the religious service at the church next door. When the rooster fight commenced, Marion went to the little church, sat down at the organ, and began to play and sing. People heard her beautiful music. They slowly began coming in. After a while, the church was packed. Someone asked her if she would talk to them. And she said, I am Marion Talley, and I am a Christian. If you would know the reason, there she sits, she sits before me. Remember, her mother was there. I cannot preach a sermon, but I can point you to one. My mother's beautiful life is the greatest sermon I have ever heard and accounts for what I am, a Christian man today. May God help us all and the mothers this afternoon to be an inspiration in developing your children, in encourage them, encouraging them for service and in living before them as a witness for the grace of God and his eternal salvation. My mother's beautiful life is the greatest sermon I have ever heard. Let's bow our hearts for prayer. Father, we come before you this afternoon on Mother's Day, thanking you for each and every mother here with us and every mother in the world. Without mothers, where would we be? How thankful for godly mothers, for Christian mothers we are. And we pray that your spirit will work always to give them the responsibility to bring up the new generations of believers to carry on what has been started thousands of years ago. Thank you for allowing us on Mother's Day To meditate on your word. 
And may every mother be like Eunice and Hannah and all those godly women in the Bible, remembering God's first, everything else second. We thank you for the show that we have seen. We thank you for Barbara who took time and energy and compiled this to present the growth, the growing children of the church. It brings joy to our hearts to see these little ones to grow and being men and women in the future. Bless them. Bless each and every one and dismiss us with your blessing. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me. May the Lord be with you and bless you and have a wonderful Mother's Day.